Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar basketball hype train now serving the city of high expectations. Have you purchased your ticket to ride? BYU basketball newcomers Elijah Bryant and Yoli Child tell us their expectations individually and for the Cougars next season. Plus, hashtag this, BYU baseball as a number one seed hosting a regional? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation broadcasting live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, April 7th, wherever and however you have chosen to dial in, it's always nice to have you with us. Holler. My name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with Stormtrooper Psychologist, Jerem Jordan. The Rogue One trailer dropped this morning on Good Morning America. So I woke up, and with one eye, I watched it, because I could barely get the other one open <laughs> at that point. And then I watched it again, and then we watched it. Yeah, so Rogue One, which is a Star Wars story, comes out this December. Very exciting! Let's clarify something. It is Rogue One a Star Wars story, not Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. It's not Episode Eight. It's not the Han Solo prequel. It's Rogue One. Yeah, it, it looks cool. It looks cool. It'll be fun. Hashtag Felicity Jones, about to be a superstar on the screen in the Star Wars saga. She's no Daisy, Daisy Ridley, but she'll be someone else. <laughs> not as epic. Jeremy and I finally played golf for the first yeah! time in like six months the yesterday. Spirit of the Masters. Yeah. CBS. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? Like, I watch the Masters, and I'm like, I want, I really want to play golf. I don't have, like, I, I don't have that in a lot of... Like I don't, I don't watch a movie and then go, oh, I, w- I want to do magic. I just watch Harry Potter. Like that, I want to play with dinosaurs. I watch Jurassic. No, you watch golf on TV. and You're like, hey, I want to go you get out the and itch. I want to, I want to, you know, lose five balls in the grass. Like I really <laughs> want to do that today. You only lost five yesterday. <laughs> I wish it was only five. Jeez. <laughs> There's a lot. We played Thanksgiving Point. There were a lot of uh, there's a lot of water there oh, for me. Yes, <laughs> one of no, the it was great. Though. It toughest was great. public courses in the Western United States. Yeah, thanks, Johnny Miller. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines: 22nd ranked BYU baseball hosting San Diego tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that live on BYU TV. The Cougars are looking for their first win ever against the Toreros since joining the West Coast Conference. I can't tell you in words, how important this game is. It, this is a really big game for BYU tonight. Mike Rucker on the diamond, uh, on the hill tonight. Uh, what is he, 6-0? He's Undefeated. 6-0. He's, he's BYU's best friend. This is a big game, so check that out tonight. Yeah. The Cougars are one of 16 number one seeds as regional hosts in the NCAA tournament in baseball, according to D1Baseball.com's midseason projected field of 64. So this is a bracketology for baseball. Who would have thunk it? BYU is the only West Coast Conference team to make the field, but that's good at this point. They're projected to not only that, but host a regional. That would be great. BYU has not made the NCAA tournament since 2002. The Cougars RPI right now, according to D1Baseball.com, 26. That's Oh, excellent. Really high. The thing is, they're not ranked by that website. Yeah, that's interesting. They're 22 in the writers' poll, 19 in the coaches, and unranked, unranked in D1 Baseball. But they're a projected one seed at the midseason bracketology. Keep winning. This is hey. good RPI. Seventy six USD. St. Mary's Gonzaga top fifty. Uh, so those will be coming up for BYU. Seeding greater than ranking, and it's not yes. even close. Yes. Minor league baseball. Correction. Let's go with the Masters. Jeremy Mike Weir 
at the Masters 2003 champion. He is one under through two holes and currently tied for third. One shot off the lead. Now, it's well, really then, early. Yeah, he's, through, he's through two. If this were a horse race, they're through 10 meters out of the gates. <laughs> yeah. But Mike Weir has, has not been playing uh, you know, good golf recently, so it's nice for him to get to the Masters par birdie to start. That's great. That's great. Hey, and minor league baseball begins today. Five co- uh, former Cougars are in double A. Jacob Hanneman, Jacob Brugman, Adam Law, Adam Miller, Taylor Cole. Good luck to those guys. Jeremy Guthrie. Uh, who started Game 7 of the 2014 World Series. He is now with the AAA El Paso Chihuahuas. Hi, Chihuahua! So good luck to Jeremy Guthrie. Hopefully he makes it back up to the major. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. All aboard the BYU Hoops hype train. No doubt with the talent level they'll have, uh, it, it should be a Final Four team. Uh, all of these guys have played uh, great high school basketball, but the, but the best thing is all of them have played against the best talent in the nation. Former BYU basketball star Jeff Chapman told us recently, March 16th to be specific, that this BYU team is Final Four caliber in the n- very near future. Should be. Wow. Strong statement. Are you on board with that? Think about that and answer today's Twitter question. What are your expectations for BYU basketball next year? What are they? Use the hashtag BYUSN. It's April 7th. Let's do this. At BYU Fanatic 11. Expectations? Final four with TJ and Nick averaging 27 a game. Reality? Second round or Sweet 16? <laughs> you got the big blue goggles on. The 4K, right? <laughs> the 4K. The, the new technology. Goggles. The 4K <laughs> Coggles. Everything's are on. so crisp. Yeah, that does look pretty crisp right there from at BYU Fanatic 11. Now, I'm going to take them when off and on. ask you this question, Jerem. Yeah. What are your expectations for BYU basketball next year? Okay, next year is the premise, okay? Not in two seasons or three seasons when the Lone Peak 3, you know, will be, uh, you know, tenured. Se- two seniors and a junior, right? Next season, compete for the West Coast Conference Championship better than they did this year and avoid. Pacific and Portland type of losses, Harvard, those type of losses. You can have one of them. You can't have three of them, right? Uh, compete for the West Coast Conference Tournament Championship. So I'm not calling for a title this year quite yet. I need to see what Gonzaga has. St. Mary's brings back the five starters. But I expect them to get to the NCAA tournament and win a game. I expect a win in the NCAA tournament. That is the standard for me. Yeah, let's stick with the basics, man. Year in and year out, the goals for BYU basketball remain the same. Especially if you don't achieve them. Win the conference, which they have yet to do. Tim uh, Lacombe talked about that yesterday. We'll hear from him in just a minute. You get to the NCAA tournament and advance. Meaning, as you said, Jerem, get to the round of 32. I need remind everyone, BYU hasn't been to the round of 32 in five years. Iona, that win, got them to the round of 64, and then they lost Marquette. So yeah, exactly. That was a first four win. Yeah, don't be in the first four. Come on, you barely get in. BYU has been to the round of 32 exactly two times in the last 23 years. That's not good. Come on. Both in the Jimmer Fredette era, so I'm in favor of pulling back on this deep NCAA tournament run trend, the hype, if you will. Next year. At least for now. Yes. 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 At least for now, for the immediate future. College basketball analyst Blaine Fowler sees it a bit differently than we do. 
if they can live up to the potential they had before their missions and have the work ethic and all of that and be who we thought they could be, this could be a Final Four team two or three years from now. Next year, come on. If, we, if they get to the Sweet 16 with a new collection of talent, that's going to be a great accomplishment. I think they have the capability to do it. That's quite the statement. You know, Final Four has been tossed around uh, by a couple people. I know Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler have said, hey, it's the road to the Final Four. This is the Final Four type of team. Now, in terms of next year, I'm not – listen, if you told me I got Biff's book, I went into the future – and I know that BYU goes to Final Four, I would not be shocked, right? Because the talent that BYU is compiling is good. I just, want to, I just, I just don't want to expect that, right? Because you know what? Do, do you hear that? Do you hear that? What, what is that? The tourney train has transformed into the hype train. Oh, it's the BYU it's the basketball hype train. hype train The now. hype train is on. And a lot of people are using the Final Four with BYU. I don't want to expect the Final Four. I want to hope for the Final Four. And those are very, there's a, there's a difference very me. different things. Again, BYU hasn't won the WCC regular season or yes! tournament title. You can't, you can't talk about the Final Four if you haven't even won a West Coast Conference title. You can't. You have to do that first, to me, in my opinion. Because you can't get to the Final Four if you can't even win a mid-major league. You've got to be good enough to win the mid-major league, in my opinion. Now, can you do it? Technically, yes, right? BYU could finish second. They could be a nine seed. They could win that game, beat a one, and now they're on their way, right? That could happen. But it's not as likely to happen. You, you want to be a championship team. Win your league, and then go from there. Beat Gonzaga in Vegas. Let's be clear. We are not saying that we don't want BYU oh, come to on. do those things. Oh, come on. Of course, we are right there with you. In fact, we probably want it more than you. Yeah, it would be especially fun for us. <laughs> oh, yes. Wanting something and expecting something are two totally different dynamics. I think BYU basketball is headed to a very good place, but I'm not ready to heap these expectations on the team next year saying, hey, if you don't get to the Sweet 16 or to the Elite Eight or to the Final Four... There's a level of disappointment. It's disappointing. Yeah. This team, again, two trips to the round of 32 in more than two decades. Let's, let's win the WCC and win a tournament game. Get to the round of 32. Be now, a single-digit seed for crying out loud. Now, we're specifically talking about next year and it, like the future. Hey, I expect... I expect at least two Sweet Let's 16s go. for yeah. this group. Yes. That, that, now, I'm with you on the, okay, they need to make some runs in the tournament. You get to the Sweet 16, it's exciting because you say, if this weekend we are awesome, you're in the Final Four. That's, what that, that's an exciting feeling. We will talk to the weekend's doppelganger, Elijah Bryant, <laughs> coming up in just a bit. We busted that one out in the wildwood. That was fun. <laughs> okay, so for Blaine Fowler and Jeff Chapman and Dave McCann and a lot of you, why this type of hype? What makes it different now? Perhaps the stat of the day plays an enormous role it's in that. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU will have five ESPN Top 100 players on next year's roster. Now, I totally understand the hype around these guys because not only five, they're not five individuals. They're three on a team plus two. The Lone Peak 3, everybody knows. Eric Mika, Nick Emery, TJ House. Let's talk about the ranks, by the way, of these guys. Eric Mika, and this is over three different classes. Eric Mika, number 28 in ESPN's Top 100. Nick Emery, 45. Yoli Childs, 50. We'll talk to Yoli coming up. TJ Haas, number 51. We'll talk to him next week. And Peyton Dastrup, who's on his mission in Panama. 
these guys are really stinking good. There's going to be an NBA player or two or three potentially out of this group, right? BYU is compiling some of the best talent they've had in a long time. You, you maybe may, ever. Maybe ever. You may have to go back to the late 80s to think comparable when you had Toulson, Hawes, Mike Smith. Chapman, Smith. I mean, there were some le- legit rosters, right? So I get the reason for the excitement. I get it. I have an idea. Let's get on board with what Tim Lacombe told us yesterday and that idea that expectations are different than hopes and wants. Our goals don't change. I think you, you know, everybody gets excited and this and that. But our our goal every year, and we've talked about it a hundred times on here, but it's to win our league, and which we haven't done yet in this league. So I'm with you. I mean, we need to do that, um, and doing that is a big deal. Yes, we've had that conversation one hundred times on this show. First things first. Forty two to be exact. Win the league. Tim Lacombe said it. The goals do not change. And that's where we are right now. What are your expectations for BYU basketball next year? By the way, the basketball season is over, so why are, why are we still talking about basketball? <laughs> Isn't there something before that? Countdown to the Wildcats. 149. Okay, being sub-150, I'm more in the mood. I really am, because we're not... What, when did we start this? December? Yes. It's April, so it's a little better. It's not great, but it's better. Yeah, we put it out to the fans when it was like 240-something. <laughs> this is year three. Days. This is year three. Now, see, now that spring football is over, I'm more like, yes, let's inject football into the show every day. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> that said, and football one day closer, we are excited about BYU basketball. Oh, my goodness. Clearly. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk to Elijah Bryant coming up, too. Yoli Childs. Two newcomers on this team for next year. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. What are your expectations for BYU basketball next year? At jbusha31 says, BYU getting back to more up-tempo pace with Haas and Bryant pushing the ball up the floor. That's an interesting thing. Will they be more up-tempo than last year? They worked a lot in the half-court set because of the way Kyle Collins was he played his he game. rebounds yeah. and then emerges, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to it's rebound. still fast pace, it's still up tempo, but yes. it's, it's not like I lightning can, fast. I can see where it'd be a little quicker because you have three point guards in the backcourt: Nick Emery, Elijah Bryant, who we'll talk to, who I believe is a point guard at heart, and then TJ Haas. That's those are three point guards, so you can outlet and go, go, go. We're going to ask Elijah what position he plays. Like we're going to ask him, what position are you? At Hey Joe Junior twenty three says single digit seed in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> now I can get on board for that. No, I'm yeah, I'm on board with that too. Twenty five plus wins in the regular season and make it at least to the round of thirty two. I, hey, Hey Joe Junior twenty three, I'm on board. All of that, brother. Hundred percent. Be- best tweet in weeks. <laughs> At Major League Mormon, don't want expectations too high to prevent repeat of twenty fourteen football season. But I expect one or two wins in the tournament. Yeah, you just want to have realistic expectations to some degree, right? Yeah, win a game in the NCAA tournament. Coming up, Richard basketball transfer Elijah Bryant and one of the top 100 ESPN players coming to BYU, Yoli Childs. Why he says his name is a perfect fit for BYU. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures 
on BYU TV. Our conversation happening right this very second on Twitter. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Quite possibly the biggest game of the baseball season thus far is tonight. 8 Eastern time, 22nd ranked BYU against a San Diego team that BYU has not defeated as a member of the West Coast Conference. 0-15, BYU, in my opinion, needs to win this series uh, to keep the pace up, to validate their schedule, and to just get the monkey off their backs of the trail. So check it out tonight. Big game, 8 Eastern time. BYU in San Diego. BYU baseball coach Mike Littlewood is like, can you please not reference that statistic? <laughs> and we're again? like, can you please beat San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> Our Twitter question today, what are your expectations for BYU basketball next year? Use the hashtag BYUSN. A man who will have an immediate impact on that very thing joins us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, one of the top high school basketball players in the entire country and has committed to BYU. Yoli Child, state champion from Bingham High School. Yoli, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, guys. It's great to be on here. First things first, what's on your schedule today, man? What classes are you are you going to? Uh, I have law enforcement, uh, language arts, and medical terminology and basketball. What in the world? Law enforcement? You have law enforcement and medical basketball in the same day? Yeah, it's all over the place. Senior year, you know. What What are you doing? Med- what did you say? Medical terminology? Yeah, I want to be a physical therapist. So this is a really good uh, class to get me prepared for all the classes I'll be taking at BYU, where I learn all the prefixes, root suffixes, and just basically how to put uh, medical words together. We learn a lot of the Latin and Greek roots, so it's a it's a pretty good class for me going forward. Hey, about, I'm gonna, about, yeah, I'm going to need you to focus your priorities a little bit more <laughs> on academics. And <laughs> how about law enforcement? What do you do in that class? Uh, we just basically learn about uh, the law, and uh, we just learn about our rights and uh, what to do to get out of tickets and all that good stuff. Okay, that's practical. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perhaps you can, sh- yeah. Perhaps you can share some of those secrets. Yeah, yeah. We need some of those secrets. <laughs> How exactly. we can all get out of tickets? Okay, Yoli. About BYU basketball. I know that Jerem Jordan, the man sitting to my left, gave you an unbelievable tour of BYU broadcasting, and that certainly had a factor in you choosing BYU. But why else did you want to come play basketball at the Y? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, uh, I have a really good relationship with all the coaches. Uh, I really think I fit well with the system. Uh, ever since I started watching BYU basketball, I love the way they played up and down. I love the pace. And uh, a really big thing for me is the character of the guys you'll be playing with on and off the court. And uh, I know they all work really hard. And on my visit, I could just see a night and day difference from some of the other schools. Uh, all the guys in the BYU program are great kids. Uh, they're great influences. And they're guys that just want to get in the gym and get better and work hard every day. Yoli, when did you start watching BYU basketball? Uh, I didn't start watching until about a year ago, honestly. Uh, I wasn't super interested, and uh, all my all my coaches started saying, oh, man, the way you play would fit so well with BYU. They weren't trying to push me or anything. They were just making the observation. So I started watching. I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Uh, I just love the system, and I can see where I fit in. Yoli Childs, BYU basketball commit. Follow him on Twitter at YoChilds22. What kind of expectations do you have for this group that you're going to play with over the next few seasons? 
I mean, I've always had really high expectations for myself and the teams I've played on, and uh, this isn't any different in that aspect. First, uh, we need to win the conference championship regular season and in the tournament, and then I want to win a national championship. I mean, I think Villanova especially is a great example of what a a bunch of four-star guys that work hard and get better every year are capable of. And I think if your expectation isn't to be the best, then there's something wrong there. Let's talk about some of those guys you'll play with. What what kind of familiarity do you have with uh, T.J. Haas and Eric Mika and Nick Emery and uh, Peyton Dashup and those guys? Uh, when I was a freshman, I was a JV dude on the end of the bench, but I got to watch uh, that Lone Peak National Championship team play Bingham two times. And then uh, my sophomore year, I played against TJ in the quarterfinals, and after he scored 42 on us, it was pretty obvious that he was a, a pretty great player. And he was a <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was tough. But I've never played uh, with or against Eliza or Peyton, but I had to look up their highlights, and uh, they look like they're pretty good players. So I'm excited to do that. Yoli, how would you describe your game and what you bring specifically to the court at BYU? Uh, I think I'm going to bring some energy and toughness to this team. Uh, I'm a guy that just doesn't back down from anybody. I'm coming at you. Uh, I've been working on all aspects of my game so I can space the floor better. Uh, Hopefully I can keep working where I'm able to play the three as well as the four. And uh, I think I'm just a guy that likes to bang inside and make it tough on the other team. I try to grab every rebound. I mean – if I'm your matchup, you're going to be tired at the end of the night and you're going to be sore the next day. Are there some players that you pattern your game after? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Paul Millsap and Draymond Green are two of my favorites because they uh, go with similar body types, kind of undersized foremen, and they've been able to kind of change the way basketball is played in the NBA uh, by being able to space the floor, also guarding fours and fives on defense. Uh, you can switch everything with guys like that in, and they just work extremely hard. Your coaches both at uh, the high school level and the AAU level have told me you've worked a lot on extending your range, a la Draymond Green, and being able to uh, force the defense to guard you on the three-point line. How confident are you in your ability to shoot from outside? Well, I'm very confident. Uh, you, have to be, you have to have a shooter's mentality, but that confidence comes from getting in the gym, getting up 500 shots every day. And uh, as I continue to work, I'll keep gaining confidence in my shot. And uh, I think it's something that every player needs to be able to do, the way basketball is played now. Is that something you're doing right now? You get up 500 a day? Yeah. 500 every a day, day. That's, that's a lot. I think Brock Zilstra did that a couple years ago for BYU. He said some days he was so tired and had done it, he would just put up 500 layups. Do you ever end up doing that? Yeah. No, we have a, we have a gun, like a... A shooting gun at our school, so that helps a ton. So I'll just go left or whatever, and then right after, head over to Bingham and get my shots up. And every day from here to the season, I think uh, I think I'll be able to make some big jumps. Yeah, we couldn't afford that at Copper Hills. Um, <laughs> what is what does the name Yoli mean? Where does that come uh, from? Do the will. It means do the will of God, which uh, is pretty fitting for BYU. <laughs> that's perfect that's an astute observation yeah and who uh yeah uh so your your parents loved uh the name yoli do you do you have other siblings so they have kind of similar names what, what's the origin there 
Yeah, I have uh, one younger brother. He's about a year and a half younger than me. His name's Masay, and it means, uh, like, make God happy or joyous. Very cool stuff. Yoli Childs, BYU basketball commit with us on BYU Sports Nation. He will join the Cougar basketball program this fall. And in new facilities, Yoli, what do you think about uh, the upgrades at the Marriott Center and this new basketball practice facility that BYU is uh, bringing about? Oh, I'm stoked for it. I mean, uh, especially with the guys coming in. They're like me. They love to work, so I'm sure we'll all be living in there. And as we look at what you're what you have in the immediate future, Tim Lacombe mentioned to us yesterday that you have some All Star games coming up. Where will those take place? When will you play? Like, what what is your schedule like in regard to the All Star games that you're going to be playing in? Oh, I just have uh, one more. It's the Ball is Life All American game, and it's a uh, on the thirtieth in Long Beach. So that one should be pretty good. I think there's like eight guys in it or in the McDonald's game. So I think it should be a pretty good game. Oh, nice. Ball is life. That's that's that sounds like a legit uh, game to me. Ball is life. I love it. Uh, when will you enroll at BYU? Will you, you come during the spring or summer? Yeah, I'll come in the summer. Just uh, start taking classes and do the summer workouts. And have the coaches given you any specific responsibilities in terms of what they want you to do in your freshman year? Like, have they talked to you at all about your role? Um, a little bit. We touched on it. Uh, a lot of that's kind of on me, just how hard I'm willing to work. But uh, I know I'm going to come in and make it really competitive, especially uh, for all the posts that we have. Uh, my job is to come in and make everybody better, work as hard as I can in practice, and uh, I'll just play wherever the coaches want to play me. Have you played pickup with BYU before? Have you come down here and played? Yeah, I've played a couple times. What was that like, and who did you play with? Oh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, on my visit, it was the last time I went and played. And I was able to play with, like, Kyle Collinsworth, uh, Corbin, Nick, uh, Chase. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I was uh, pleasantly surprised with how competitive the guys are and uh, how hard they worked and even just a pickup game. And uh, as we started, even even within, like, three, four games, we started getting a really good flow of how to play with each other. So. I think it's a good indicator of how quickly we'll be able to uh, start working together. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you fit into that, and how was the pace for you? Oh, it was, it was great. I mean, it was almost like a kind of all-star game atmosphere, pushing the ball really hard, swing it around and get shots. But uh, it was that with a mix of actually locking down on defense. So if we can improve on our defense, I think, I think sky's the limit. Yeah, pick up uh, defense. Those two uh, words don't go together. But did you get any shots up in that game? Because I imagine in that game they might be hard to come by. <laughs> oh no, they shared the, they shared the ball pretty well. I don't know if it's because I was on my visit, but <laughs> <laughs> pass like, him yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah, Yoli, keep shooting, man. Pass yeah, yeah. him the ball. That's how it is when you get here, man. Yeah, so, so we'll see if it's we'll see if it's any different when I get there. <laughs> Yoli, great to talk to you. Uh, enjoy your classes, whether it's law enforcement or medical terminology or basketball. Uh, take that worker's mentality into the class and get it done, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yoli Childs on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Yoli's got his head on straight. Law enforcement, medical terminology. He wants to be like Draymond Green. Like that's the kind of play. The dude has I- a vision. I, I like Yoli Childs a lot. I think it's a steal that Yoli... Yoli is not a member of the church. 
He's going to come here and play four years. He's a top 100 talent. How did BYU get this guy? What a great find. What a great find. What are your expectations for Yoli Childs and the rest of BYU basketball next year at BYU Fan 1995? Says win the conference and conference tourney and make the Sweet 16. No pressure. That's it? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that could all happen. Do you expect it to happen? Yeah, do That's you expect it? Yeah. Wanting and expecting two different things. Coming up. Does he prefer Eli or Elijah? How about Mr. Bryant? Or the BYU's week, the latest redshirt transfer <laughs> makes his show debut next. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. You always got a couple of number one teams on campus. One of them is men's volleyball. They play USC this weekend, Friday and Saturday, 9 Eastern time. Big match of note, by the way, tonight. Stanford at UCLA. The Cardinal are tied with the Cougars for first place in conference, and the Cardinal hold the tiebreaker. So what needs to happen for BYU to get the one seed in the conference tournament? Stanford needs to lose this week. They play at UCLA. That's going to be a tough match. So go UCLA tonight. Yes. And BYU would need to then win both, which I see happening against a USC team who won't make the MPSF tournament. UC. L.A. The eight clap? I don't know the whole thing. you got to beat Stanford tonight. <laughs> Come on, Bruins. Let's refresh today's BYUS and headlines. 22nd-ranked BYU baseball hosting San Diego, a team they've never beaten in WCC play. 0-15 that game. First pitch, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on BYU TV. The Cougars are one of 16 number one seeds as regional hosts in the NCAA tournament, according to some bracketology. The midseason projected field of 64 by D1Baseball.com. BYU is the only West Coast Conference team to make the field. 2003 Masters champion and BYU golf alum Mike Weir is even par through four holes at the Masters in round one. He's currently tied for 18th. Minor League Baseball begins today as well. Five former Cougars are in the double-A. Good luck to these guys. Jacob Hanneman, Jacob Brugman, Adam Law, Adam Miller, Taylor Cole, Jeremy Guthrie's in triple-A now with El Paso. Joining us now in Studio B and making his show debut is Elijah Bryant. Yeah. And we should ask you first of all, do you prefer Eli, Elijah, or Mr. Bryant? Whatever you want, man. It's Brother what, Bryant? It's whatever. Um, I've gotten Elijah. I've gotten Brig. I've gotten, you name it, I've gotten it. The weekend, exactly. <laughs> I've, gotten, I've gotten everything. So That one's too easy. Exactly. So whatever you want to call me. Okay. I had uh, a tweet just come in from at RT McCombs. He says, ask Elijah Bryant about his boy, Steph Curry. <laughs> um, everyone wants to ask about that story. but So his sister attended Elon. And uh, we were very close. And um, so i say two Thanksgivings ago, I got to go have Thanksgiving with him and Draymond Green and Mo Spades and all those guys. So it was a great experience. And um, hopefully I'll be working out with them pretty soon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah well, that's fantastic. A lot of people are excited about you. You've, you've had this season um, as a, a red shirt. You had to sit out since you transferred. Yeah. What was it like to be on the team but you didn't have any bearing on the results of the games? It's got to be a weird position, right? It's definitely it's very weird. Um, you try to go hard every day just to make sure you uh, help the team prepare. But going hard every day means you're not getting a break. So there's five of you on scout team, and everyone else is against you. So when you're going up and down, it gets kind of tiring. But then you want to make sure the team's getting prepared. But then when it comes game time, you just got to sit there and watch. So it's definitely hard, but it was a great learning experience. It allowed the game to really slow down for me and be able to focus during those big moments. I've heard some stories from practice from your teammates and coaches where during those scout runs, you're pulling up from like 26 feet, knocking down threes, and they're like, okay, well, uh, the guy that you're representing doesn't exactly shoot 26-foot three-pointers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, happened, that's happened a while. I remember exactly. I wasn't – I don't know if I was pulling up, but we were uh, scouting uh, Utah, and I was Brandon Taylor. And 
obviously me and Brandon Taylor are very different. So I was driving to get to land. They're like, no, he does floaters. Well, I'm trying to get to the lane to score. So they had to keep on telling me, no, float the ball. Flick's not going to do that. So it was definitely a learning experience for me. Describe your game. Um, a lot of people say I'm like Darren Williams in a sense, a bigger guard. Um, I've definitely, I definitely think I need to be able to shoot the ball a little bit better. But in my game, I just, it's why BYU fits me so much. I just want to go, go, transition. So I want to just get the ball and go. So when I saw BYU, they moved very fast. It helped me a lot to see that. What so. position do you play? Uh, I feel most comfortable at the point guard and getting everyone involved. So um, with that being said, I also can score if I need to, but I don't have to score. So I definitely like to be able to push the ball and have the ball in my hands to start the game. Yeah, it'll be a unique situation because I, I see potentially, you know, we'll see how it shakes out, but three point guards essentially in the backcourt. If yeah. you have Nick Emery, yeah. who's really a two, but he can be a one. Yeah. TJ, who's a natural one, but yeah. he's tall like you. And, th- and then you. That could be an interesting yeah. dynamic in transition. At, at this point, I think it's uh, with our offense, it, get the ball and go. Um, whether that's me being on the sideline, me getting the ball and dribbled up, get it and go, score. Because we have so many possessions during the game, it's not going to really matter who is bringing the ball up, at least to me. Just get the ball, go score. Ultimate goal is to win the game. So that's what are, how I feel. Yeah, what are your expectations? We've been asking everybody across BYU Sports Nation yeah. today about their expectations. What are yours for BYU basketball next year? Um, if I'm all these guys coming in, what I'm hearing is true, then there's a really high expectation. I don't know exactly what that is. I know uh, our first goal is we want to win the conference tournament, exactly. But other than that, I think we can make a really good run in the tournament. So I think we just push each other each and every day, and I think we'll have a good chance to win the tournament. Ultimately, what led you to come to BYU in the first place after averaging 14 a game at Elon? It was a fun, I didn't. I didn't plan on transferring. I just ended up late. I decided to transfer. So um, I remember Terry when I was here on my, not visit, but I was, uh, I guess, unofficial, basically. I think it was the Dobell then. And um, I just felt comfortable here. I wanted to go where I felt comfortable. Because at the end of the day, the ball's going to stop bouncing one day. So I wanted to go where I felt most at home. And it wasn't really like a political system of this guy's AAU coach did this, that type. So I just wanted to go where I felt most comfortable. Did you did BYU recruit you all uh, at all out of high school? So they recruited me a little bit. Obviously, I was five seven in ninth grade, so I wasn't fully matured. <laughs> five yeah. seven? Yeah. What are you now? Six four? Yeah, five? six four. Six four. Yeah. So um, holy growth spurt. Yeah. So I understood, and they told me like there's a lot when we go into recruiting because the church is involved and stuff like that. So Coach Pope was recruiting me a little bit when I was when I was here. It's funny because he was at Georgia. I would saw him at Georgia as assistant coach, and I came here to to do my unofficial, and he was here too. So I was a little bit confused. Because he was uh, coach of Georgia as well, but um, yeah, I'm glad I came to BYU. What's the biggest difference in style of play from the one year you had at Elon and now here at BYU? It's a lot faster. The coaches had to keep on reiterating uh, pace, pace, go, go, go. Because at Elon, it, I would bring it up, I would do what I want, like whatever I wanted to do. So when I got here, it's go, go, no matter what. If you're going to lane, just go, just go. So it was very, it's um, a lot of conditioning and just making sure the pace is very high. What do you think of the construction of the Elijah Bryant Institute for Buckets right next to the Marriott Center? <laughs> um, I, I think it's very good, not only for the people we have here, but definitely for recruiting. Um, when you look at that, under, obviously you know that the Marriott is being used for church events a lot, so it's kind of hard to find a gym. But w- with that being built, would definitely benefit us, but also benefit 
um, the recruiting situation. And us, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. We want to play in there, too, and it's <laughs> yeah. right next door. Yeah. Dave Rose looking at you, yeah. man. Let us, let us get in there and get some buckets. <laughs> We're going to have a restraining order, probably, in that <laughs> building. Like, Elijah Bryant with us on BYU Sports Nation. Transfer guard from Elon. He will play his first year at BYU in terms of regular season games starting this fall. There are a lot of guys that like to take shots on yeah. this team. Nick Emery and TJ Haas and you you already told us you don't need to score. Yeah. You can if you if you yeah. need to, but you don't it's not something that's like top top of mind. Are there enough shots for everybody to go around on this BYU team? So that was that's a funny question because that was one of my big concerns when I came here. So I don't know exactly the numbers when I came here, but I took a lot of shots at Elon. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was third in usage in the country when I was there. So I was wow. I had the ball a lot in my hands. So when I came here, they told me I wouldn't be the second guy in amount of shots I've taken. So meaning it was Tyler Hawes and then I think Chase was the next one. So they told me that. I was like, dang, I shot the ball a lot at Elon. So if I wouldn't even be the second guy here, then that means there's a lot of possessions to go around. So that definitely intrigued me and made me want to come here because there's a lot of shots to be taken. Yeah, that's interesting. The style of play, yeah, there's there's just a lot to go around too. And you look at the guys that BYU is going to have on this team next year, a lot of new faces. Uh, only one senior, but you, you lose the three seniors and Zach, Celius. Yeah. So how well do you know some of these guys coming in? Um, that's why I found this year very crucial for me, just to be able to develop relationships. It's a little bit different dynamic considering everyone's married, engaged, that type of thing, whereas at my other school you hung out all the time. But definitely with um, – being able to talk to him since I'm not playing and offer my advice. When, I, when Nick was first first game, obviously you're very nervous. You just want to stay calm and stuff like that. So I offer my advice that I've learned from my freshman year. So I think we'll have a great dynamic being that we'll all grow together um, as sophomores and then Katie can lead us. Speaking of getting married and that whole BYU uh, mantra of yeah. finding your <laughs> eternal mate, well, are, are you on board for that, or is this about basketball right now? Uh, uh, my main focus right now is basketball. I think that's where it needs to be. But that's what I like to hear. <laughs> my, uh, my, mom, my mom told me if I don't date anyone for a year, she's not coming to the wedding. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is yeah. the land of milk and honeys. Yeah. You know that's what I'm what saying? <laughs> yeah, so. do, do you follow uh, – the Masters, since that's from your neck of the woods? A little bit, a little bit. I saw, uh, I was watching at Legends, uh, all the hole-in-ones they had in the Part 3 contest, which was was pretty cool. But obviously, I've never been in with the trees being so high and it's how hard it is to get in. But I definitely follow it. We'll, we'll go one day to Augusta. Yeah. Yeah, we, Let's go yeah. hang out. That's bucket list. We're, trying, yeah. we're still trying to get credentials yeah. down there. Eli Bryant with us on BYU Sports Nation. Your teammates last year that are graduating, specifically Kyle Collinsworth, Chase Fisher, and Nate Austin, two of those three, we're big on macronutrients and, and, yeah. and getting big gains and stuff yeah. like that. Are, have you bought into that <laughs> like Kyle and Chase did? Um, I'm, not, I'm not too into the macro or whatever they're saying, but I'm definitely, try, <laughs> I'm definitely trying to eat healthy. I've definitely uh, taken the smoothie thing that Kyle, Kyle's put me on board with that and um, just taking care of my body because during the season, that's really what keeps you going. So just I came here, I mean, I took care of my body, but not to the extent that they showed me how to and, and stretching and take that stuff very, very serious. Not only, I mean, weightlifting is good, but taking care of your body and stretching and dieting is very important to be successful. I think Kyle described uh, the smoothie. I'm trying to remember. A lot of kale. Yeah, so what else is in there? He has kale. We have berries. We have chia seed, flax seed, honey, um, sesame seeds. Just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's Pretty good, but well, I was gonna ta- say, does it taste okay? Yeah, it, it pretty... doesn't sound particularly appealing. Yeah, More honey than kale, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please. I wish. Did, did, yeah. did you travel um, on the road with the team? Uh, so NCAA rules, you're not allowed to travel, but I got to go. So at Utah, they had me. 
it was a away game, so I drove down the night before to practice, drove back home, then drove down the day of the game. And then Weber State was considered a home game because obviously we use the Utah Jazz Arena, so I got to experience that, and it was it was a good experience. So um, with the home games you were in, what what did you learn about the environment and kind of the pace of play and the WCC and all that? Um, particularly, I tried to. I remember Jamal telling me when it gets loud, you. And Craig Manning, the sports psychologist, when it gets loud, um, try to focus. Don't be a fan. Don't don't get caught looking around. Focus on what you would do during the game. So I try to use those moments, even at Utah, just to focus on what I need to do. Because when it's game time, your mind's going to be wandering everywhere. So if you can focus now, then you can be able to do it in the game. What did you think of that dynamic uh, in the rivalry between BYU and Utah when you were up there? Uh, it was a great experience. I'm actually upset that we won't be able to play them next year. I don't know if that's... I don't know what the reason is. Obviously, safety. But um, <laughs> do um, you feel safe? Oh, I feel fine on the court. <laughs> but I wish I could be able to play. But I'll probably get to play in the year after. So I'm excited. Eli, it's been great to talk to you, man, or Elijah, or Mr. Bryant, or the weekend, whatever. <laughs> whatever. He's cool with whatever, man. Brother Bryant. We need you to sign our stretch white flag. We have, oh, there's the silver pen right there. Okay, we need you to sign our stretch white flag, and uh, we're going to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma yeah. for uh, the off season, man, right. and for finals. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's coming up. Coming up like two weeks away, man. He's got priorities as well in the classroom. It's been a day of like classroom giants. Law enforcement and medical terminology. <laughs> man. Up next, hashtag this BYU baseball a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of this show live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. 22nd range baseball tonight against San Diego, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV, BYU Radio. Big game for the Cougars. Check it out tonight. By the way, this has been one of my favorite shows ever, ever, because Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs have been fantastic interviews. I had so much fun with getting to know those guys. Have your expectations changed at all for BYU basketball because of this show? No, I expect them well, to be no. really good. Thank you, Larry ADK. <laughs> it's been fun because next year, we'll have this, in, this conversation another day. Let's pocket this. You brought this up earlier today. What are you more excited about, the football season or the basketball season next year? Yeah, oh. where, where, do you have more oh. op- where do you have more optimism? Is it football or basketball? It's a good question. Woo! Another day. Save it. Save yeah, it. Save it for the summer. Control S. Save it for the long dreary summer it's not dreary with us no, I'm just, i know man right? that's why we do it it's why we do what we do you know what we also do play hashtag this byu sports nation says hashtag this it's time for us to whip out our twitter extraordinaire ben bagley sets up hashtag this number one hashtag this the expectations surrounding the future of BYU basketball hashtag hop on that hype train baby Woo! <laughs> no we have a new hype train it's not that one we have a new one come on there there it is. we go you, you can hear the clack. tracks clickety yeah. clack yeah listen brick brick bucket that's how it works this team is really talented so outside of the top 50 you add a 14 point a game guy in Elijah Bryant and then you add other pieces that have been... But the core, and then the... I, I like the first seven or eight players for BYU in this team. That's, that's a really good... That's a really good team. Now, is it enough to beat Gonzaga or whatever? I don't know. We'll see. But I think this team can win in the NCAA tournament. I, I, I'm all in. I'm not in for, like, Final Four this year! I'm in for contend for the title and then win in the NCAA tournament. 
Hashtag patiently optimistic mm. is how I am feeling right now. I want BYU to have a chance to gel with all of these new parts yes. coming back. So young. It takes some time. The, over the course of the season, they will get better. But, but be patient and optimistic. Don't heap these crazy expectations on this team in year number one. Give it some time to develop. Number two. Hashtag this. Yoli Childs tells BYU Sports Nation that the goal is to first win a conference championship. Then he wants to win a national championship. Whoa! Hashtag anything is possible! Yeah, look, Kevin Garnett may, action. Maybe, I, I'm not, yeah, this next season, pretty young, right? I, I foresee BYU starting backcourt to be a freshman, sophomore, and sophomore. So that's just a little young for me. Like, this isn't Duke with McDonald's All-Americans, right, where it might work. But, but it could mean challenge for the conference title to a greater degree. It could mean getting the NCAA tournament. If the matchups are right, maybe you get into that second weekend. That's what I'm all about. I liked what he said about that national team. He kind of qualified that by saying, if that's not your expectation, then I question your mentality as a basketball player. And he said with... Look at Villanova. He referenced Villanova, the number of four-star guys they had coming and playing well together. He has... Villanova has had six top 100 guys the last four years. You know how BYU... How many BYU will have had? Five. Five. So it's a similar number. So he has clearly done his research on this. Like, look, we have enough guys in place that we can do something special. So I know that he's like, yeah, we want to win a national championship, but that's there is a there's calculated ideology behind yes. what he said there. It's not Jake Keeps 2011 saying that at Media no. Day. To me, it feels different. It feels different. He's super sharp. Number three. Hashtag this. Gonzaga, big man, don't. Sabonis going pro. Yeah, baby! Hashtag yeah, baby! <laughs> See you later! See you later, Congratulations! <laughs> Get out of here, make your millions, and leave us alone, because you were fantastic, and it cost BYU. Hashtag it cost BYU the NCAA tournament. First BYU WCC championship? Gonzaga reloads, but tough to replace a guy like that. He was and so Wilcher. good. And Wilcher and Sabonis, both Gonzo. I can't express how happy I am that those guys are gone because they were so good. The yeah, baby, you just let out was a pretty good indication. (laughs) Number four. Hashtag this. BYU baseball, a projected regional one seed in the NCAA tournament. To be clear, this is one of 16 number one seeds uh, in the NCAA tournament projection. Hashtag early, but awesome. What BYU baseball has done has been nothing short of amazing. Now keep it going. They're going to they're gonna slump at some point a little bit, right? Lost to Arizona. You hope they win this series against San Diego. This is a big weekend to kind of keep this idea going because if BYU gets into the NCAA tournament, that's great. If they host, are you kidding me? That's amazing. Hashtag, why is BYU not ranked? D1Baseball.com has BYU as one of 16 number one regional seeds, but don't have them in the top 25? I'm confused. But seeding greater than ranking. I said it earlier, and I stick with it. Number five. Hashtag this, the first Star Wars Rogue One trailer. Hashtag bum, 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 Yeah, very exciting. I, I've watched it three times. I'm excited for it. It's not one of the nine, you know, in the three trip. It's a side story, but it, it's going to be fun. Hashtag be careful with your lightsaber. I've heard some things about Rogue One, a Star Wars story, that the lightsabers might get thrown around a little bit. Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, it should be fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it gave me some goosebumps. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. The stormtroopers or, or, or not. The stormtroopers in all black? Oh, baby. 
From New Zealand? Rugby team? What are, where are these guys from? What's going on? Up next on BYU Sports Nation, why 22nd-ranked BYU baseball has a chance to do something they have not done in WCC play. That's part of the whip. Ever. Forever. Change it! This is BYU Sports Nation, and it's presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. 22nd ranked baseball hosts San Diego tonight, 8 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars have never beaten San Diego as a member of the West Coast Conference. Also, the Cougars are one of 16 number one seeds as regional hosts in the NCAA tournament, according to D1Baseball.com's midseason projected field of 64. BYU, the only team in the West Coast Conference to make the field. Hmm. Cougars in the PGA. Mike Weir has dropped to one over par through five holes and is currently tied for 36th in the opening round of the Masters. Jerem? Cougars in the majors! This course is electric. Minor League Baseball begins today with five former Cougars starting their seasons in AA. Jacob Hanneman, Jacob Brugman, Adam Law, Adam Miller, and Taylor Cole. Jeremy Guthrie is with the AAA El Paso Chihuahuas as well. Football! Mitch Matthews! Elite! <laughs> His agent says Mitch will visit with the Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs for official pre-draft workouts next week. Future guest Michael Hatch of the number one ranked men's volleyball team will join us tomorrow. TJ Haas coming up next week as well as we continue the 2016-17 five months of previewing that season. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. We're giving it to... D1Baseball.com. Because they have BYU as a one seed and hosting a regional. Yeah. At Rex Source Rex, this is Nate Austin, tweeted, Elijah Bryant, what are you drinking? It's one thing to be hydrated. It's another thing to drink that. I don't know what he was <laughs> it, drinking. It, we it didn't like barley water. Barley water? <laughs> hey, thanks for our guest today. Elijah Bryant, Yoli Childs, and everyone on our crew. They were great. Our elite tweet of the day from at Yip Ikaye. Beat Utah. Expectations for BYU basketball. Win WCC. Get a ticket.